Hello my loves and welcome to Growing Pains and this is our very first episode of the podcast series. I'm super 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 excited to even be able to do this. I'm currently sick but um, because I'm not streaming today I was like hey fuck it I'm just gonna I'm just gonna record. <laughs> I'm gonna record and see how it goes. Um, but yeah I'm super excited and I hope you guys enjoy this little podcast. But today we will be talking about expectations and perceptions. Mainly, you know, the expectations and perceptions of other people and how, you know, they see us and what expectations they expect of us. And obviously, like, everyone can kind of relate to that whole idea of, you know, failing to meet certain expectations and perceptions that are placed on us. You know, whether it's our parents, like, parents are a big thing and, like, the main, probably the main catalyst of why we kind of seek validation in other people or from other people because, you know, our parents expect the world of us like because they made us right and they're like oh you can do anything but you know that can sometimes put like a lot of pressure especially if kids have really strict parents like come on um me personally I didn't have strict parents I was raised by my mom for like 11 years of my life and it was just me and her and she was never strict with me um we have always had like a really good um amount of communication with each other and she has just always been there for me and she's always made sure to let me know that hey look if anything's wrong if you're ever in trouble or you know you need help with anything let me know and obviously you know it was nice having a mom like that and I'm very lucky to have a mom who's very supportive like that but you know um ever since I was a kid everyone had this weird idea that I was this child prodigy and was super smart and was destined for greatness like pretty much when I came out the womb everyone was like yeah jazz is gonna do such great things and that kind of put a lot of pressure on me not necessarily because people were like oh you you have to do this not not because people would you know scrutinize me if I did fail or didn't meet meet expectations because you know that wasn't the kind of upbringing I had like my mom was never like oh if you fail you're good for nothing but I guess it was more so the principle and obviously me having a such an anxious brain the principle of like having those expectations in the first place and me potentially not being able to meet them was terrifying to me I was like oh my god can I can I even achieve something like this and everyone expects me to achieve it because they think I'm so great for some reason but I didn't see that greatness within myself so I felt like if I didn't even if I couldn't even obtain the expectations that were like kind of placed on me that I was like worth nothing which isn't the case Um, and that comes down to you know learning that hey you're not always going to be able to meet the expectations that are placed upon you what really matters is you know how you think about yourself and how you feel about yourself and you know the expectations and perceptions you have of yourself but you know it's very easy to kind of get sucked into um you know what we're humans you know we are naturally inclined to seek for validation from other people um it's just a natural thing you know with social media and all that kind of stuff today it's like you know we don't post things for ourselves realistically we post things to get validation from other people get likes get comments get you know praise for the things that we're doing um and it's very easy to get caught up in that whole kind of world and realm because it's just like oh god everyone else is doing it so I've got to do it like I'm the type of person to be like oh I'm not a sheep I don't give a fuck about anyone else or what anyone else has to say about me but deep down I do care I do care about how people perceive me and 
you know feel about me and, and you know the expectations they have of me it's just it's just natural and if you're sat there like I do and say oh I don't give a fuck what people have to think like you know you're lying to yourself I'm definitely lying to myself and I could at least admit that <laughs> at least I'm self-aware in that case but you know it, it just sucks because you really don't want to get caught up in other people's opinions and other people's narratives about you because I've had so many people create narratives around me based on one interaction or one thing that someone said about me to that person and then they don't just they then decide to kind of take that small thing that that one person said and run with it run for the fucking hills and be like oh Jasper's this Jasper's that and they never like approach me or say like hey is this true because I don't care they don't want they don't want me to see like they don't want to see me succeed they don't want to see me you know be praised by other people and you're going to come across a lot of people who have that kind of mentality in your life and you don't need them but somehow especially in my case I just tend to come face to face with a lot of people like that who want to keep an eye on me but won't actually like praise me for anything not that I'm seeking any praise but it's like those are the people who kind of what are the first ones to watch your Instagram story or your Snapchat story or you know you see that they're in your stream or you know you just you just see them but they don't actually message you and say like hey wow like you're doing amazing like or just have a conversation with you but yet they have the energy to keep tabs on you and it's super weird it's really weird and I hate it so much because I just can't go around keeping tabs on everyone frankly I'm too lazy for that shit like I just genuinely don't have the energy to even give a shit about what other people are doing like with like Instagram and Snapchat I'm I the only reason why I haven't deleted Snapchat is because of my streak of like three years that I have with my best friend and literally I only go into Snapchat just to send that streak and then I close it like I try to go through people's stories and I end up just swiping off because I'm just like I really don't give a fuck really and truly because half the people on my, well, most of the people on my Snapchat are, like, people I went to school with. And it's just, like, I really, like, I'm happy for you guys. But, like, I don't really care what you're doing with your lives, like, at the end of the day. But it's just, like, I don't know. A lot of people waste a lot of energy and waste a lot of time on, like, keeping tabs on other people. And, like, hold on to having this narrative of a person in their heads. And, like for a while like well not even for a while for a lot a large amount of my life especially during my teen years I would you know put myself not even second I'd put myself like fifth sixth bro like it was ridiculous like even if it was people who I knew didn't even really care for me I'd be like oh no but like I should just be nice to this person you know because you know someone would be nice to me or they'd do the same and really and truly they never would have done the same for me especially when you're a teenager like when you're a teen, you already have so much shit going on. And I would like to say, hey, look, I really, like, you know, everyone's going to give a shit about me. But that wasn't the case. A lot of people didn't care for me <laughs> at all. And that's fine. But it's the fact that I neglected myself and, and you know, put myself, like, seventh priority just to please people who really didn't give a shit about me. And, you know, I spent a long time in friendship groups where, you know, um they didn't care or they they were all really self-centered you know narcissistic I for some reason have been in contact with a lot of narcissists in my life just because I feel you know I'm an empathetic person and 
well I was just really naive when I was a teenager I was just like hey look who gives a shit how these people my friends you know the people who supposedly love me um you know who cares how they treat me as long as I've got friends it's okay and because I had that mentality I ended up with like really shitty friends who treated me wrong and treated me harshly and made me super depressed like my toxic friendship groups were one of the main reasons why I was so sad and so depressed all the time bear in mind like they were also super sad and depressed all the time um and just because like you know I'm a I'm an empath like it was hard to be around that energy but it was the only energy that I was kind of absorbing it was just negative energy constantly and it just really fucking sucked and you know I just wanted to I don't know I just wanted to please everyone like I was such a people pleaser and I'd be like oh it's okay like people would treat me like crap and I'd just be like oh it's fine like it's fine like I'd always I'd find myself making excuses for people and you should never make excuses for people because they they should have a valid excuse to you anyway but if you you're sat there like oh yeah this person uh I don't know because I don't know like someone called me super skinny and I was really insecure about being super skinny and it was my best friend and I just like oh like you know she doesn't mean it it's just you know she's just trying to encourage me to eat more and bro no it wasn't even that I had an eating disorder that's what was wrong with me that's what was wrong with me and like even then like I wasn't willing to accept that I had an eating disorder until obviously I got diagnosed but you know before I got diagnosed I was just like oh they're just trying to help me and god knows like that all those comments that I received from that particular person who happened to be like one of my best friends like all of that shit that I received from that person I'd always make excuses for them just because they were my best friend like someone having a title doesn't mean shit it doesn't mean shit it could be your mom your dad your best friend who you've known forever your sibling like a title doesn't mean shit that person is still a shitty person and they're treating you like shit and you definitely don't deserve it but for some reason in my head I was like oh no it's 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 fine or for some reason because I have like a slight slight hero complex where you know I feel like I can save everyone I feel like it's I feel at one point in my life especially in my teen years in my head I was like I was placed on this earth to save everyone and make everyone else a better person regardless of you know how detrimental that is to myself I was like oh it's fine like as long as I'm making a difference and making a change to these people's lives like that's you know my my purpose fulfilled and you know I still kind of have a little bit of a like a, a hero did I say god complex or hero complex I have no idea um what I meant is hero complex I think I said hero complex but um what was I saying <laughs> um yeah, so I still have that kind of like slightly and, you know, I'm still ever so slightly naive, especially when it comes to, you know, streaming and stuff like that. I've met or even being online and making online friends for some reason. I'm like, oh, everyone's a good person. No one's ever going to have bad intentions with me. And that's just not true. A lot of people are going to have bad intentions with you, especially me. Like it, it's it's like especially being in like a streamer perspective streamer category and and being an online persona I guess um you know there's gonna be people who want to talk to me and be quote-unquote friends with me but then have ulterior ulterior motives or bad intentions for me but for some reason in my head I'm like oh yeah there's like now it's like 
I see the flag. I see the red flag. And I'm like, okay, it's it's kind of waving around like back there, but it's fine. Like it's like a precaution, but I just choose to well, it's not even a precaution, it's a warning. I choose to ignore the warning because I some part of me wishes and hopes that, oh no, like maybe that flag is wrong. Maybe the flag is actually blue. It's not actually red. Um, but no bitch, that flag was red and fucking raging in the wind. But you know, I still have a little part of me who's which is like, oh no everyone's fine like everyone's everyone thinks the way that you do jazz everyone just wants to make the world a better place and you know bring joy to people and help other people and make other people feel good but there's so many people in this world who don't give a shit they don't give a shit about how you feel and they will you know hurt you and actively go out of their way to harm you and and you know um just be horrible a horrible person but yeah as I said in my head I'm like no no it's fine they're fine they're such a good person um but you know back to expectations and perceptions and all that kind of stuff you know um it's as I said it's very easy to get caught up in the idea of like oh I've got to meet these specific expectations or perceptions because then I'm not an adequate human being and that's just bullshit but a lot of things kind of play into that especially how you perceive yourself because what I've noticed is if you perceive yourself in a negative way, you're more prone to like negativity. Like you're you're more prone to letting negativity affect you. Because obviously it, it's it's like validation, but like negative validation. So like for example, if I said, Oh, I'm ugly, and then like I've always had that mentality about myself, and then someone says, Oh, you're ugly, it's validating. Because it's like, oh, that thing that I thought about myself for, for how long um, has been validated by someone else. Um, and then you're like, oh God, I am ugly. Oh no. But you know what I mean? Like, it, And it sucks because as I said, your brain can be your best friend or your worst friend, like your, your enemy sometimes. Because like, especially in my case, sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I'm feeling myself. I look cute. I feel good today, whatever. And then because I'm such an anxious brain, sometimes on those good days, my brain will be like, oh my gosh, something has to go wrong today. Like something's going to go wrong today because you're too happy. You're having too much fun. You feel too good about yourself. Um, so, you know, that that's why something bad's going to happen. And that's just bullshit. Your brain, especially if you have like an anxious brain or a depressive brain or, you know, a brain that's um, struggling with like mental illness, um your brain is kind of programmed to sabotage you especially like in those cases where you're having those good days and your brain's like oh no you're having too much fun like something's gonna go wrong and sometimes you know people are like oh my gosh don't you know manifestations and all that kind of stuff because I'm getting into like my spirituality with like crystals and manifestations um one of the big reasons why I kind of like drift not drifted away but I was kind of like scared to get into crystals and manifestation manifestation and all that kind of stuff is because I was like bro I have such an an anxious brain like why if I'm feeling like shit that day but I want to be positive and manifest and then it's like oh god I manifested something out of negativity but it's bullshit especially with manifestation if you like if you even if you're feeling like shit because you're aiming like it's your intentions that are important because you're aiming for something positive well I hope so when you know you're manifesting um you know that negative energy will just float away 
don't don't listen to people like don't don't manifest with negative energy because depressive brains anxious brains can't function that way sometimes like my brain sometimes it, it just won't let me function properly it will make me overthink the slightest of things it will make me overthink everything um and you know then it comes down to like perceptions and how I perceive myself and it's like oh gosh like you're shit you're such a shitty person and blah 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 like it's so it's so easy to even get into that mentality because it's 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 easy being being like in such a positive you know mental health space uh, mentality um being positive can be so hard it's tricky it's really fucking difficult to even especially for me but like um I don't know about you guys but you know positivity is something that I used to see as something that was completely unachievable and unattainable for myself because I was just like I'm such in a I'm in such a dark place and I just couldn't see the light I couldn't see the bright side and yeah I would get up well if I could find if I could find the strength to get up I'd get up and you know look at myself in the mirror and think what the fuck like how can this person have friends how can this person have you know a family and a a a roof over their head and that kind of stuff all the things that were good in my life instantly became tainted by my negative um like outlook on life and like my my negative perception of myself and you know at least I can sit there and be like oh wow like I'm not like that anymore and that's crazy to me because in the past I would never have been able to think I'd be doing something like this right now sitting here with a microphone in my bedroom being a little bit sick and recording a podcast like I never thought I would have never been able to do anything like this I would have been shaking and out of breath I I kind of feel a little bit out of breath but you know my my nose is stuffy right now so I'm just like ugh. but you know what I mean it 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 does it does I hate saying this phrase it does get better because that's the phrase that you hear every single time and and it's someone who's not even in the same boots as you or not even someone who's experienced anything close to what you've experienced and they're like oh it's okay like things will get better things will be okay like I've heard that so many times in my life and it actually drives me insane but because I'm in a good mental place right now I can kind of say it to myself and believe it I can say it to other people and believe it but that's only because my perception of life and perception of myself has completely changed within the past I was gonna say month the past year like the past year like last year I was kind of well I'm still growing as a person anyway but like last year I did a lot of well throughout this year actually the past year I have done a lot of evolving a lot of changing a lot of growing most definitely um and I'm still learning I'm not gonna sit here and be like I, I have everything worked out because I don't there's still a lot of things where you you know I'm anxious about especially the future future the future is something I'm still anxious about um I still think about but you know I worry about the future now but I've stopped worrying about the past so that's a positive and that right there is an example of how my mentality has changed over the past few years um from only being able to see the negatives and things like I legit just said hey look I am worried about the future but I ain't worried about the past anymore I could have never had that I would have never said that a few years ago I would have been like 
I'm terrified about the future, full stop. Because even if I wasn't terrified of the past anymore, like I wouldn't have said it out loud because I was just like, nope, there's still something wrong in my life. Future, I'm terrified of the future. Um, But like, you know, my perception of myself is definitely something that has changed, Um, especially within the past year. Like just my outlook on life has definitely changed. And as I said, I've, I'm not learned because I'm not a hundred percent there yet, but I'm learning how to see the positives, even in like shitty situations. Like I, I just said that because I'm just thinking right now I'm thinking about university and, and how stressful that was, but we'll save that for another podcast. Um, but you know, situations like when I'm brought with situations that are difficult or I'm like, Oh God, this is probably going to send me into a spiraling depressive episode. Um, I just tell myself it's te- it's it's temporary jazz. It's going to be temporary. Um because it is. Uh, the shitty times are just temporary. They're not going to last forever and you know they may they may last a day, they may last a few weeks, a month, months, years, but it will end. It will definitely end and as I said like it, it's just temporary. And you know when I have when I have those bad days where I wake up and I'm like oh fuck, I feel like shit, bro. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you're a fucking shit person. Like, but then I'm like, you know what? You won't feel like this tomorrow. Or maybe you will. But if you do, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Um, so I guess I am learning to not be terrified of the future. I mean, that's more of the immediate future. I'm more concerned with the like distant future. Well, not distant future, like, if, like a, a few years down the line. But, you know, even when I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh. I can't stand to look at you. Um, you know, the next day I might be able to look in the mirror and be like, yo, yes, Jazz, you look amazing. Or if not that day, the next day. Or the next day or the next day. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of changing those little negative, like, mm, like traits, I guess, that you have about yourself. Well, the perceptions you have of yourself. And obviously, like, with those depressive days or, like, those bad mental health days, don't expect so much of yourself. I I always say this, especially on stream, but like, you can't expect yourself to achieve everything that you would on a normal day when you're having a bad day. It's not possible. Well, it is, but it's not healthy. And that's what we're trying to, well, that's what I'm trying to change is just, you know, recognizing what's healthy and unhealthy. And, you know, expecting yourself to do everything that you would the on a good day is just not realistic. And, you know, you just need to learn how to be patient with yourself, but also just accept that, hey, look, I'm having a bad day. Even just acknowledging it and just being like, okay, yeah, I feel like crap today. Um, and then just like telling yourself, hey, that's okay. Because it is, it's completely fine to have our bad days. And, you know, as cliche as it is, everybody has their bad days. You know, we're not going to spend our whole lives happy like that's just not how humans work humans will always be dissatisfied with something um you know and we will have our shitty days our bad days where we just don't want to do anything and that's completely fine um but you know don't as I said just don't expect so much of yourself on those bad days um because when you don't expect so much of yourself on those bad days you're actually being kind to yourself because you're acknowledging it and you'll be like, okay, yeah, I can't do this today. And that's fine. Because you know, you know, those people who are like, 
can't is not a word and all that kind of shit. I don't know if you guys know what I'm on about, but like, especially I think when I was in school and I couldn't figure out something and then the teacher would be like, oh, can't is not a word. And I'm like, yes, it fucking is. I don't know how to fucking solve this puzzle. Like, what do you mean? Um, I hate when people say can't is not a word because sometimes you literally, you can't do stuff. You can't do stuff and it's it's completely fine. And especially like with the the way that society is currently and like, you know, my generation, we're very self-aware of, you know, mental health and acknowledging that mental health is just as important as physical health because because it is. Mental health is most definitely just as important as um physical health and, you know, sometimes mental health can affect you physically if you don't look after yourself, like, if, you, if you're not, like, taking care of yourself and acknowledging, hey, look, I'm not doing good, you can get sick. Like, with my, with my granddad passing away not so long ago, I was ill, um, like, two days after, I think. Um, no, I think it was the day after um, his funeral. And, you know, I was speaking to someone about it, and they were like, well, you haven't really addressed your feelings about how, how you feel about you know, your granddad's passing and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, maybe it's, well, it's making you fucking sick. And when they said that to me, I was like, holy shit. It was like a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my God, they're right. I have not, I have not addressed how I'm feeling mentally. I'm just pretending it doesn't exist. And then my body's literally screaming, like, listen, bitch, if you're not going to acknowledge me, I'm going to, I'm going to make you feel pain. I'm going to make you feel physical pain. And that's what happened. And the legit, I shit you not, when I kind of, you know, I had no choice but to be in bed all day. And I was kind of like reflecting a little bit on like how I, how I felt, um, not physically, but mentally. And I shit you not, the day after I was better. I've never been sick for a day, just a single day in my life. Um, that was the first time in my life. And it was such a bizarre experience because it, it, it was just weird. I was just like, what? You being serious? There's no way. Um, but you know, um, another thing with, you know, perceptions and stuff like that, cause I keep going on tangents, but you know, you guys know what I'm like, the topic is, is going to be like the same, well, the, there's going to be a topic every week, but you know, I'll go on tangents cause you know, you, well, for those of you who do know me, I do like to go on a lot of tangents and just, you know, you know, shit post, I guess <laughs> that's what I call it, but verbally shit posting, um, just because, you know, I'm the type of person to just say whatever's on my mind. And, you know, I don't want these podcasts to just be like, oh, let's just talk about this. Um, I do want it to be like loosely structured. Well, not even loosely structured. I just want I just want to talk. Bro. I just want to talk. So you're going to listen to me talk. Um, but with, um, you know, perceptions and of other people, well, that other people have of you, you've just got to learn how to accept it you've got to accept it because there's literally nothing there's nothing you can do you can try and like you know influence how someone sees you but at the end of the day how like however they want to see you however they want to perceive you is how they're going to perceive you and it's unfortunate that you know well it's not even unfortunate it's just how it is because you know we're all we, we're all human beings and we're all kind of we're, we're given free will and you know, we're, we're free to think how we think, you know, I might not like someone, um, and, you know, I might have a certain perception of someone, and, you know, there's not really anything that they can do to change that perception, um, so, you know, obviously, it's, it's very easy to get yourself 
caught up in I've got I've got to you know influence everyone and make everyone love me and everyone has to like me it's not it's not do it's not even achievable it's really not even achievable like you're going to come across people who just don't like you um for whatever reason or sometimes there is no reason well there is but it's not like a super obvious reason and you've just got to learn to accept that really you just got to be like okay this person doesn't like me because at the end of the day you're going to come across so many people you're going to meet a, a lot of people who you just don't like and sometimes you won't even be able to explain it you just don't like them and that's fine so you know you've just got to tell yourself hey look I might not like this person and you know people might not like me um and that's another thing like when I was younger like in my teen years I could not fathom the concept of someone not liking me because I was just like oh my gosh how could you not like me like what did I do wrong like have I done something wrong what can I do to make this person like me and you find yourself like you find yourself changing what makes you you and that's just not going to get you anywhere because it's not you you're being fake first of all and you're creating a person who doesn't even fucking exist that's not you that's that's like fucking you know my alter ego is uh well not alter ego this I, I go by the name jessica smith um when you know i i'm out in particular and a guy asks me for my name and my number or whatever and i'm like oh yeah my name's jessica smith like it's just my go-to name but you know that's jessica that ain't jazz like and I just, especially when I started school, like secondary school, which is at the age of 11, I, I, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, there was a lot of girls around and, and they were all very popular and into their makeup and designer clothing and handbags and nails and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I was just never into that kind of stuff. And I remember my mom, bless her, she ended up buying me a designer bag and um it was like a Paul's Boutique designer bag and like I was just obsessed with it and she got me a matching coat and everything and it wasn't even my style it was not even that is not even looking back at the photos like it's just not something I would have ever worn at the time anyway but because I was so desperate to fit in um you know my mom used whatever money she had and got me made sure she got me you know a Paul's Boutique bag and a Paul's Boutique um like jacket and I remember making a few friends literally because I had Paul's Boutique stuff on and they had like similar Paul's Boutique stuff on and they were like oh my gosh how much did your bag cost and I you know me and my mom wasn't you know the richest um when it was just being her and you know I'd just be like oh like you know I, I didn't even know like oh my mom she just gets me whatever I want and stuff like that and I remember those words coming out of my mouth at the time And I just thought, I remember thinking, what the fuck are you doing right now, Jazz? Because you're not Jazz right now. You're, you're Jessica, you're Jessica Smith. Um, but seriously, I was, I was just like, I remember being like disappointed in myself because I was like, this isn't you. Who are you trying to impress? Like what? And, you know, for probably the first year of my like secondary school life, um, I was with like a, I was friends with like the popular, like proper popular girls like you know a lot of the the really popular girls was in my like form class which is like my I don't know homeroom class I guess I don't know what it is for Americans but um I was just like 
Okay, my little brother's upstairs. He always shouts. I'm so sorry, but I'm going to keep this in because, well, I'll probably edit it out, but whatever. We will see because I'm super lazy. Um, so I probably won't. I'll probably forget that happened, but it's fine. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, I was I was friends with like a lot of the popular girls and, you know, I remember I would I remember I'd sit there and I'd listen to their conversations and I just couldn't relate to them in the slightest. I was like, this is really what girls my age talk about and think about. And that just wasn't the case. But obviously, you know, when you're younger, you have a more like ignorant mindset, I guess, like just because you're not, you you know, you haven't learned a lot. You've only been in the, in this world for like a short amount of time and you're very limited on, you know, your knowledge of life and of how people work. And you know, I just remember just sitting there and just being like, I have no clue what the hell these girls are talking about. And then I ended up feeling weird. Like I felt really conflicted because I, I started questioning myself and being like, what is wrong with me? Why why do I, why can I not relate to these people? Because they're, they're my age. They're, they're, you know, they're girls, obviously, because, you know, I'm a girl. But um, I would question myself because I'd be like, there has to be something wrong with me because I can't relate to these people. Um, And then obviously like second year, I started branching out making more friends and I started making friends with you know the quote-unquote nerdier girls because I, I'm a fucking nerd <laughs> I, I'm such a nerd when you my, my first year I just suppressed the fuck out of that I was like oh god I can't tell them and I'm into comic books and anime and video games I can't say that they'll like ridicule me and all that kind of stuff which probably wouldn't have been the case anyway I mean it might have but it might have not been the case um just because not a lot of the girls that I went to school with were they were bitchy but I don't know I I don't know but um you know I made more friends with like people who had like the same interests as me and it was so nice to just be around people and be like wow okay I wasn't you know not normal I was just not with the right crowd and you know it made a, a big difference to my life because I, I found, finally felt like, you know, I belonged, <laughs> as cringy as that sounds. But, like, it was nice to just be around people who, you know, just shared the same interests as me, you know, um, liked the same music and comics and anime and video games as me. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. But, you know, that was when I was probably 12, 13, and throughout my school life, I kind of, you know, developed my personality and just kind of learned to, I don't know, I guess I'm at this stage now, like right now, 21 years old, I've come to the, the kind of mentality that, okay, look, I'm me, I like the things I like, and if you don't like them, that's on you, blah, blah, blah. But back then, I was trying to delude myself into believing that, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, totally, but I really was kind of like, oh, I still questioned myself, whereas now I don't question myself as much, um, if at all. Um, but, you know, I kind of grew out of the whole pe- people-pleasing thing. But I was most definitely in deep with that shit. Because I was just like, oh, they have to... I have to be the perfect person. I have to be the perfect friend. Perfect daughter. Perfect sister. Perfect best friend. Like, if I'm not doing that, then I'm nothing. I'm worthless, blah, blah, blah. Um, which is just not true. Sometimes you're just not going to be able to meet people's expectations and perceptions. Um, and that's completely fine. 
because as I said all that matters is how you perceive yourself and the expectations you place upon yourself and most importantly just being kind to yourself and patient to yourself um you know because that's 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 probably the highest one of the highest priorities is just you you should always be your first priority obviously you can swap people in and out and be like okay yeah like you can go first priority for, for a little bit but always make sure to put yourself first um like most of the time because although I'd like to sit here and be like oh yeah people will always be kind and always go about their life and and within with good intentions but that's just not true not everyone has those good intentions not everyone will want to have those good intentions some people will just you know come at you with bad intentions just because they they can because they can people can um and it sucks but it's just it's just being realistic and you know just accepting that hey look I can't please everyone I really can't please any everyone and you know when I went to university I had like a similar I felt like I was back in you know my first year of school and you know I found myself trying to people please everyone I was like okay I'm not at home anymore this is my chance to well okay I I kind of masked it as like this is my chance to rebrand myself and you know be who I want to be like if I want to be super popular I can be super popular blah 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 like that was what I told myself (laughs) for some reason but when you go to university everyone's in the same boat everyone wants to just like make friends and be seen as cool because no one knows me here it's, it's a new city new uni like well you new education system like I can be whoever I want to be and you know especially for the first probably especially the first week I was in a, a flat with 10 people and I found myself dumbing I found myself dumbing myself down there was a lot of girls there especially who were like I, I hate saying pick me because I fucking hate that word now because everyone fucking uses it in the wrong context. But like they would smart, smart, amazing women who were super intelligent and, you know, were amazing to talk to one on one. But when it came to being in a group, especially with boys, they'd like dumb themselves down and and act in a certain way just to I don't know to I don't know because people say they do it for male validation but like I don't get how a guy would look at a girl making herself stupid and be like oh yes yeah I like her like I don't get it I mean like who knows who know I don't get how men work to be honest but you know maybe you guys can tell me um but you know and I'd look at them and I'd be like why are they doing that bro and this was at the point where I was like, I was, tr- I was fight like my, it was like my brain was fighting my my soul, like my brain was like, come on, Jazz, if you just push through it and just pretend to be someone you're not, you'll be fine. But my soul, like every fiber of my soul, was like, this is not you, Jazz. Don't you dare even go there and and start pretending to be someone you're not. And it didn't last very long because it just became physically, like, it became physically, emotionally, and mentally exhausting to the point where I just couldn't find, I didn't have the energy to even pretend to be someone else. I was just like, I, I, you know what, fuck it, I'm me. (laughs) I am me. And you know what happened after that when I started to just kind of just be myself? I actually started to make 
pretty decent friends with like my course, like people on my course. Um, but they never spoke to me before that. They, they, they didn't even look my way. But when I started acting like me and being myself, I actually started making good friends. And, you know, they were, they were pretty good friends. They were really funny. We had similar en- interests, but like, obviously we didn't share all the same interests, but, you know, we had very similar ones. And, you know, it was, it was nice to be like, okay, me being myself does work. It does get me somewhere. Um, and, you know, but it took a lot to even get to that point. Cause as I said, you, you know, we are all kind of inclined to naturally want and seek validation from other people. You know, we want people to praise us and, you know, say how great we're doing or how great we are. Um, and, you know, if we just kind of pretend to be exactly what they want to see, then it makes it easier. You get the praise quicker, right? But no, it, it's, it's, it doesn't get, it will only get you so far. And as I said, it becomes very mentally, emotionally and physically exhausting to the point where you're just like, bro, I'm not happy. Because that's all it will lead to. It will just lead to you being unhappy with yourself because you're not being yourself. You're not being true to yourself. And ultimately you're not being like kind to yourself by you know trying to hide those parts that make you you um and you know yeah when I needed to burp sorry when um you know I started to be myself my one flatmate in particular didn't like that and she then tried to sabotage me and then try and get everyone else to turn against me and this is you know very fitting to the topic you know perceptions of people because the group of friends that I made, um, they didn't necessarily turn. Well, they did temporarily. They turned against me. They were they were weird with me. Blah blah blah, um, because of this this girl, my flatmate, uh, producing this narrative and you know telling them, oh, jazz is this, jazz is that, blah blah blah, and it worked, but it backfired on her because <laughs> she. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there. Like you, you should never sit there and beg for anyone's friendship or beg for anyone's attention or whatever. Um, you know, if they're not giving you the attention or giving you the friendship or connection, interaction, whatever that you need or you know that you deserve, really, they're not worth it. They're not worth your time. Um, so you know, I wasn't gonna sit there and be like, oh no, guys. Like I'm not. I wasn't gonna message every single person of that friendship group and be like, hey, look, like sorry or whatever you know what I mean I wasn't gonna chase them and you know I'd still turn up to class and they'd all be sat in the same corner that they like we all sat in and you know I don't know if you know my flatmate expected me to sit somewhere else but I was like no I ain't gonna sit anywhere else I'm gonna sit with you guys and that's fine I'll still talk to you um you know because I was like well like not adults but we are adults but technically when you're at uni you're not really an adult um because <laughs> you're still at school and stuff and you still have a lot to learn but um you know it took like a few days well yeah it took a few days um and I just sit there and talk to them not really talk to my flatmate because you know I was like you know what you fucking did bitch um and I'd have conversations with them talk to them blah 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 and as a few days went on they kind of realized like oh shit like what her flatmate was saying about her wasn't true and my flatmate actually ended up kind of you know stabbing herself in the back because she I can't even remember what the conversation was but she said like we was talking about something and then she said something and it was really like it was really harsh 
like not even to, it wasn't even directed at anyone she was just saying a comment but it was a really harsh comment and it just didn't land very well and everyone just went dead or like dead silent and I just kind of sat there and I was just like I wanted to laugh because I was just like well I laughed mentally because I was just like damn karma really does exist because what the fuck because she expected it to to like hit and everyone to laugh and be like oh my god that was so funny and like it just didn't happen and I remember looking at her we shared eye contact and she like looked so embarrassed and I was just like oh I could sit here and like laugh in your face right now or even give like a smile or a smirk but I just didn't because I was just like you decided to paint this perception paint this picture of me because I don't know you're jealous of me or you feel some type of way about me blah 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 whatever whatever the reason was um and it's bitten you in the ass that's that's what's happened and you know that was all that had to be done like I didn't even have to lift a finger or anything I just went about my day did my you know my usual routine still spoke to everyone and you know all it took was for her to say that one comment and then everyone realized oh wait okay we get what her intentions were her intentions were to drive Jazz out and build this perception, this false perception of her and build this narrative around her for whatever, for whatever reason. Um, also, another thing, don't get caught up in trying to find out or like, you know, discover why someone doesn't like you or why someone has harmed you or gone out of their way to, you know, cause you harm or issues or whatever. Don't do that because it will literally drive you insane it's not it's not healthy it's not good because there's no physical way of you even knowing why someone did did what they did or why someone decided to build this narrative around you i mean you could ask and they could tell you or they can but they can also still tell you you know a lie at the end of the day um but like just don't don't get caught up in it if someone's going to have you know if someone's going to go out of their way to cause other people to like you know influence other people's perceptions of you let them because at the end of the day at the end of the day if someone you know say if I go to someone I'm like oh yeah did you hear about jazz like she's like I don't know she's she borrowed cheese from like Daniel's house and then someone's like oh wait oh my god really she borrowed cheese from Daniel's house and they just automatically accept that that's what's happened like and they don't question it you don't want those people in your life either. And with those friends in uni, um, although like they kind of realized that, oh wait, you know, what Jazz's flatmate said about her wasn't true. From that moment, like, you know, because they did believe her and everything and just kind of, you know, treated me weird, not harshly, but weird, um, because they were so quick to accept that narrative. Um, I haven't kept in touch with any of them um and like from that moment I kind of just decided that hey look I don't really want these people in my life because I know that obviously we had we had only known each other for like a few months but I was like you can't use your own brains and you can't think for yourself and and you know you weren't even willing to be like oh wait okay so one person has told me this but like what's the true story what's what's Jazz's opinion or what does Jazz have to say about you know this perception that's being built around her um and like it was tough because I was just like, oh shit, I kind of really wanted to make friends and, you know, lifelong friends at university. 
but I was like, do I really want these kind of people who can't really think for themselves to be in my life? Because those you've got to question a lot of things, not an unhealthy amount, but like a, the right amount, the right amount of questions um, will definitely help you. Like you've got to question whether the people in your life, the people you consider close to you, will jump ship like will they jump ship when things go wrong will they jump ship if you know someone comes to them and they're like oh my god jazz did this and blah 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 like will they be really quick to accept what's being told to them or would they be like oh no wait jazz wouldn't do anything like that or jazz that doesn't sound like jazz and you kind of have especially with age you've got to you've got to weed out the bad eggs really um you've got to question your friend friendships not like interrogate them but be like okay would this person always have my back and you know that was one of those moments where I was like hey look I don't think these people will have my back in the future so therefore you don't serve any purpose to me and therefore I don't want you in my life anymore and you know I I didn't cut them off completely because you know it was in the same class we were civil we'd have conversations but I didn't go out of my go out of my way to be like hey you want to hang out this weekend because I was just like nah it's not worth it to me um and those kind of decisions are so scary to make because well they're scary and they're difficult they're the hardest to make because you you could just take the easy option and just be like oh yeah you know they might not have my back in the future but we can still be friends like we can still hang out and you know like it's very easy to fall into that kind of mindset because you know it's easier you know it guarantees that you have friends regardless of you know whether they're genuine or not but you know um so I get it but honestly in the long run it will most definitely benefit you by weeding out the bad eggs and being like okay will this person have my back because you know that I have like one person who always comes to mind when I when I know like when I think about you know would they be like influenced by you know, narratives that are drawn about me and blah, blah, blah. And that's my best friend. I know for a fact that he would always come to me and be like, yo, Jazz, is is this true? Like, what's happening? Blah, blah, blah. I know for a fact he would never be like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Fuck Jazz. Like, I know for a fact he would never do that. Whereas I can't, like, I can't even name any of other friends. I have, like, close friends. But, like, even then I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But my best friend, I will always um, never question uh, his loyalty to me. And I hope he never questions my loyalty to him. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, friendships and, and, you know, parents, family members, enemies, lovers, um, you know, there's only so much you can do to, to influence in alter their perceptions of you um which sucks it can suck but it's also kind of like you know it's kind of a blessing because if you approach someone or if you make a new friend I don't know where am I going with this if you go to them with like you being completely authentically yourself and you know they don't like you they go they weren't meant to be uh, whereas if you go to them and you know that you're completely authentic and they do like you, then maybe, you know, they are meant to be. Maybe they are supposed to be in your life. Maybe they will be a good friend. 
Um, but obviously that's not the only reason to be friends with someone, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but you know, it's, it's very important to kind of just accept that, you know, you can't control everything. You can't control every aspect of your life and you definitely can't control how other people perceive you and, you know, the expectations that they place on you. Um, cause all that matters really is how you perceive yourself and, you know, the ex- expectations you set on yourself um and also just learning to be you know f- like forgive yourself when you don't meet that deadline or don't meet that expectation it's okay it's fine it wasn't meant to be or you know you'll do it you do you'll do better next time or like you know what I mean we're so I feel like we're so quick to just beat ourselves up then rather than be like oh, okay, I didn't do it now, but maybe I can do it later or another time or next year or whatever because you can't change the past. I know that's another cliche thing to say, but you really fucking can't change the past at the end of the day. All you can do is kind of use your past to influence your future or influence how you want to change your life and for, for the better or, or maybe for the worse. I don't know. You do you. Um, I can't control you, <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? Like the, the, but even then the future is so unpredictable. It hasn't happened yet. Um, there's only so much you can do, but you can do as much as possible to change it. But like when it comes to people, other people and how they live their lives, how they perceive life, how they perceive you, there's your, your hands are qu- pretty much tied. Your hands are pretty much tied. Um, but that's okay. It's completely fine. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely, um, have learned how to, you know, change, well, I've just learned how to change my negative kind of mentality into a more positive one, it's not fully positive, like, it's not 100% positive, but I'd say it's, like, 70-30, maybe 80-20, um, which is pretty fucking good, because as I said, we're not supposed to be happy all the time, um, we learn a lot through, pain we learn a lot from bad experiences negativity um but yeah we you know we'll get there I know I have no doubt that we all get there and you know um you know fuck expectations fuck perceptions that people have of you um all that matters is how you feel about yourself how you think about yourself but yeah well that was the end that was the end of the podcast (laughs) I have no idea how I'm going to sign these off. So this one would be a bit iffy. But, um, sorry, my dad was just shouting for my little brother to get in the bath. But thank you so much for listening, guys. I do appreciate it. I probably, you know what? I I, I want to edit out things, but like I kind of also don't want to edit things out just because, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to want this to be like a lecture. I want it to be just kind of unfiltered in a way so you guys you know you guys hear how I mess up and go on rants and tangents and stuff like that but thank you so much for listening I do appreciate it um and yeah I will see you guys soon please go drink something please go eat something and um yeah thanks guys bye